Hello, I'm Heat. And I'm Rocket Kid. And this is Ordinary Chaos. A podcast about ordinary life. Because you don't have to be famous to be interesting. What's normal for me might be unusual for me. Let's do this! Hello, Heat here today with the person next door. Our person next door today is Dana Shaw. I have known Dana for a long time, which kind of surprises me to think about. 2006, we started working yeah. together. That yeah. was 15 years ago. Oh my. <laughs> that happened. I don't know. <laughs> well, we taught together and then we both changed districts, not at the same time, but ended up in the same place again together. Yep. And uh, it's it's been fun. So Dana loves planners. Dana, talk to me about planners. So I have been a planner or using planners, like it seems like forever, but since about 2014. And so, you know, just had a planner to get my life organized and keep all the dates and all the, you know, the normal stuff. But then somehow I tripped into this whole planner community. <laughs> and let me tell you, you think you know planners until you've been in this community, right? And it's really, really cool. There's a huge group of people who also love planners and stickers and pens and stationery and all the things. And so there's a thing called decorative planning, which I was like, why do people do that? And then guess what? I have like <laughs> stickers, <laughs> stickers everywhere. I have like 80 washi tapes. I have pins. I have markers. I have highlighters. I have all the things, right? All the things. For people listening, she is picking things up and showing them to me as, as she's saying this. Exactly. I can verify she's got all these things. All the things, right? So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I've come to like, it's like my hobby and my little fun time and decorate my planner and put my plans in it, of course. But yeah, <laughs> all the things. That's a key. You have to yeah. put the plans in it. You should put the plans in it. That's what it's for. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who don't just, just decorate it to look at it. And, you know, it makes them happy. And that's cool, too. So, yeah. So it's more like artwork. Yes. Being creative, like a creative outlet, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> so what do you like about all the things, like all the decorative? So like you can make it the way you want it. And so there's lots of sticker companies and they have evolved over the years, especially within the last year or so. And now like representation has gotten a lot better. So I can have little black girls in my stick in my planner and I can have things that I like in my planner I don't have to have what the company put in my planner. And so it's just kind of fun to make it your own to do that. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And how maddening that it takes splinter companies to have representation. Yeah. It's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or, Or have like social justice issues come up for it to be, oh, well, there's this whole group of people over here who are doing amazing work that nobody ever knew about. But now that it's like eyes are opened, anyway, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it is, and it's crazy. It but is. I'm glad that at least eyes are opening. 
Yes, they are. They are. And yeah, you have black girl stickers to put in your I players. do. I do. So my first real question for you is, what would your younger self be surprised about your current self? That I waited so long to have a kid because I always wanted to have a kid. Like when I was 18, I wanted to have a kid, but I knew better. So I did not. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yes. Worked better for me this way. Yes. Interesting. Because I was 30, 39 when I had my son. A lot of years. It's a lot of years. Yep. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, are you sure? That was like, okay. (laughs) Once you hit a certain age, chasing kids is a little harder. Yeah. And all the things. So is bearing them. Yes. And so is bearing them. Yes, absolutely. That was kind of scary, but it was, I mean, it worked out fine for me, but it could have been scary, scary. I'm glad it worked out. Yes. And your son is a neat kid. Yes, he is. I say so myself. <laughs> but we're doing okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So in all that time, well... Not necessarily just the child this time. In any of the time, what uh, superpowers have you developed? What would you consider to be your superpower? Wow, that's a good question. I think I have a superpower of being able to get along with just about anybody. Like being, I don't want to say receptive, but being open, I guess. I don't know that's the best word. Being open to accept people as they are and not like have a thing about it and hopefully represent myself in a way that people feel like I don't have a thing about it. You know what I mean? Like that they're comfortable being who they are with me. I think that is my superpower. I have never thought about that, but I've definitely experienced you that way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just being open and not, I don't want to say not judgmental because I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but just, you know, I'm going to find a way and, not push myself aside, but be respectful of who the person is and allow them to be who they are and me to be who I am and coexist. How does that work in difficult situations? Well, (laughs) as I get older, (laughs) I stop caring so much. So that is probably probably kind of on the diminishing side. But I'm not rude or anything. But I mean, I think I have learned, I have more of a voice now than I did maybe like 20 years ago, of course, but in a way that's not like confrontational or anything. So I stand my ground more now, but I'm not confrontational, like in a, you know, or aggressive way, like aggressive, I guess is the best word to say that. So it's difficult though, because there might be things that you don't like about people or not attractive to you about people, but you still have to find a way to get what you need, not get what you need from them, because that sounds weird, but to have the relationship you need to have with them, despite the things that may not be so exciting for you. That makes sense. Yeah. So in that context, or I guess in any context, but my brain went to that context. Is there anything that you wish people knew about you? I think I, I don't want to say I'm transparent. I've learned that I'm an overshare. (laughs) So I'm trying not to be so much of an overshare anymore, but I think I represent myself in a way that people can see who I am pretty well. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Can you think of a piece of advice that you've been given any time in your life that you were really glad you didn't follow? Oh, well, 
no, because I'm a rule follower. (laughs) (laughs) I'm that person. So usually when people would give me advice, I would take it. I guess when people would say that I shouldn't do something, like when I decided I was going to learn how to ride a motorcycle, there was some pushback. (laughs) No, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. So, and I did. And I'm so glad I did because it's so much fun. So much fun. I had no idea that you did that. No, we never talked about that. Are you (laughs) serious? Yeah, I learned to ride a motorcycle in my 20s and I had a motorcycle and I rode a motorcycle all the time. So I have a motorcycle endorsement on my license. Oh, that's so fun. Yes. I had no idea. It is. Oh, that's too much. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yep. I had a motorcycle and I loved motorcycles and I wish I had one now, but my husband is like, no. So (laughs) we'll see. With the way people drive around here, I don't I blame him, honestly. I know. I get it. That's why I'm like, you know, not the horrible pushback on it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> when we're later in our later years and maybe we can ride. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any feedback that you've been given by a person, a group of people, a situation that has changed how you view yourself for better or for worse? I think so. Yes. Okay. So growing up, not growing up, but like through school, like everyone would always tell me how smart I was. Like it was a surprising thing, how smart I was, but that's a whole nother thing. So (laughs) I have always, that's, I internalized that. And so I think it made me more, I'm going to say brave, but I'm not afraid of a challenge because I, I know I'll be able to figure it out. I have enough in me to figure it out. So it's okay. I think I take on challenges more because of that. What a fantastic thing to be infused with. Yes, absolutely. I know. And there's this whole thing about, well, as educators, telling kids they're smarter, don't tell kids they're smarter, all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, you need, it's positive. What's, it's a positive thing especially for kids who don't hear it from the right people. So, yeah. Good for you and good for your kids. Yes. I mean, kids at school and your... My kid kid, yeah. Because he is a smart one too. Gets it from his mama. Yeah. Not to say anything about his dad. I don't know. know. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) I'm going to tell him you said that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) gonna need to cut Uh, that so there's no evidence (laughs) (laughs) yeah no his dad is smart as well his dad is a personality so well that i knew yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes i don't think you would marry anything less you got that right so if you had to be famous for something and i phrase it this way because i ask people would you want to be famous and everyone says no so if you had to be famous for something Mm-hmm. What would you want to be famous for? I would want to be famous for modeling. Modeling or being a backup singer. But backup singers usually aren't famous, so modeling. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be cool. Not in the current state, though. But no, actually, in the current state, it would be cool because models are way more diverse now in size and shape and height and all of the things. Interesting. Yeah. Like catwalk kind of modeling? Yep. Catwalk kind of modeling. 
<laughs> I think that would be cool. Nice. So, so sorry, I'm like stuck now thinking about things that I've seen you wear. And I haven't seen you in person in long enough. And we haven't worked together in even longer. Mm-hmm. But is, does that inform your wardrobe? No. Uh, well, sort of. I like being different that way. And so, yes, it does inform how I dress to an extent. Where do you like to get clothes from? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I used to shop at JCPenney's all the time. And then we fell out. So <laughs> we had a little disagreement. So now I'm kind of stuck. So I started to shop online and finding different things online. So it's so much harder now to find things. Plus, you know, the whole pandemic and not going in stores and all that good stuff. But it's so much easier for me to shop at JCPenney's because I see the things I like and can put things together way faster than me trying to find things on the internet. So it's changed over the last couple years, three years or so. So now I shop a little bit of everywhere. So you find a new place. Well, I find a new place. That has the things. That's correct. Yep. I hate shopping for clothes online. Not fun at all because it's like a big guessing game. Mm-hmm. What the quality is like what it's going to fit like. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go back to the post office to return this dumb thing. Exactly. Is it going to look like the picture? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep. Because now all these places that have really cool looking clothes and then like you see the reviews or whatever and it's like, you know, baby sized or, you know, it's like, (laughs) okay, well, I guess I'm not going to get that. Yes. Or the company posted a picture, but what you get is like the Pinterest fail version. Exactly. Yeah. I ordered, um, there's a thing called the drop on Amazon. So like fashion boutique kind of places, they'll have a line that they drop and then, you know, it sells out within a day or whatever, because it's not exclusive, but you know, like that one shot kind of a thing. Sure. So I ordered some well, I tried, there's this really cute outfit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy that outfit. So I ordered it, the pants. The top was already sold out by the time I got to it. Ordered the pants and it was going to be like a month lead because it's a fashion thing, right? And then they said the order was undeliverable. And I'm like, it never shipped. You mean you didn't finish it? <laughs> so like, <laughs> I was waiting for these cool pants and they never showed up. I was disappointed. So I'm oh, like, that's yeah, terrible. that's not fun. <laughs> No, that's disappointing. Yeah. You go to the store and you see them. If they fit you, you just take them home. That's correct. Yep, exactly. (laughs) It's taking a chance and it didn't work out. But he got to find the right online place too that is reliable and will ship. And it looks like the picture. But those are hard to come by. Yes. Well, and it's annoying to spend your time trying to figure that out. Exactly. Exactly. I want to just go and, and buy the things. Right now. I want to give you my money. Make it easy for me. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) And give me what I want. (laughs) Yes. Well, because otherwise I'm not going to give you my money. That's right. Well, do you have a question you'd like me to ask the next guest? Oh, a question for the next guest. Let's see. What is something that you always wanted to do but have never done yet? That is a good question. It can reach into all kinds of places. It sure can. (laughs) And I put yet on there. So there's always, you know. Oh, yeah. There you go. Opportunity and time. Exactly. The last guest asked for the next guest. Mm -hmm. 
to pick a period in time that you would like to live in and why would you like to live then? What appeals about it? Wow. That's a tough one. Well, and he asked that and I was glad that I was not being asked. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm going to cheat on this question (laughs) because I'm going to say a hundred years from now, because I don't want to go back. (laughs) (laughs) Me as I am going back does not appeal to me. So I would say a hundred years from now. Nice. Because hopefully, (laughs) (laughs) because hopefully things all around are better than they are today. And I would think that things today are better than they were a hundred years ago. So I would be interested to see what those, how it is, to see how it is. Interesting. Yeah. What would be the two or three main things that you would hope would be better or different? I would hope that we truly have found sustainable sources, like, and we stopped killing the earth. And I know it's like hokey, but, you know, that we found a way to get off of plastic and fuel and oil and really have found a way to have sustainable energy sources, materials that are not damaging. And I think we're moving there, especially like with cars and electric and all that. I mean, I'm not a whole science person on that. I'm assuming that it's much better for us the more we move to electric. But yeah, I hope we figure that out. I think if we're going to be here in 100 years, we're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, because we don't have much left and what we have left is messing up. So (laughs) hopefully they figure that out cleaner air, just better, better stuff to live with. Nice. Yeah. Well, it has been delightful talking to you. Thank you. It's with you as well. I'm so excited that you said yes. Yay. <laughs> that was fun. Our editor is Heat G Check, co-editor Rocket Kid, produced by Heat G Check. To learn more about me, Heat, or more about this podcast, go to ordinarychaospodcast.com. Sound design and recording by Keith Kelly. You can learn more about Keith and his work at www.keithbkelly.com. Cobrain Storm by Rocket Kid and Cat Girl. Ordinary Chaos is an ad-free podcast. Because ads are annoying. To support the podcast, go to ordinarychaospodcast.com. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs>